All right, hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the LTU Football Coaches Show featuring the head coach, Jeff Duvendeck. I'm Lauren Plant from State Champs. Thanks for being here again. Uh, it's been a while. Oh, you know what? That's not, uh, that's not what I want to do. I know we're live here, but I got to make sure I bring up the, uh, the right notes that I have. So uh, just bear with me for a second, ladies and gentlemen. But again, uh, welcome to the Football Coaches Show podcast. Again, my name is Lauren Plant with State Champs. We are here. We are live. So as you can tell, we are live from Shields Pizza. Every Tuesday night, it's on Telegraph Road in Southfield. Come on out to experience this show in person. Uh, Shields will take care of you. They've got great food and drink specials, uh, $5 barbecue wings, $7 small pizza. They've got drink specials, all kinds of great stuff happening here at uh, Shields here in Southfield. So the main thing is we want to know that they are here to support Lawrence Tech football. This show is for you, the Lawrence Tech football fan, and maybe you're not a fan, we're going to make you a fan. Coach, tell the people pretty much every time you come what you eat every pre-podcast meal. Oh, you got to have the nachos. $2 off the appetizers, you got to go with the nachos. Right, and why do you do that specifically? Because... Because these are the best nachos in Southfield. That's right, and just a half order. Yeah, just a half order. That'll fill you up. All right, so come on out. Enjoy the uh, atmosphere with us here. Uh, again, he is the head coach of the aforementioned Lawrence Technological University program, the first of its kind in 70 years. How are you feeling tonight, sir? Feeling great. How are you? I am doing well. My name, again, is Lauren Plant. Let's talk about the game that we just uh, played. We're going to break down some of the action <clears throat> from this past weekend. We'll talk to a few of the Blue Devils who make this guy look good. Uh, we'll talk to them in just a little bit. Finally, we'll preview the next opponent. I want to say first that it's homecoming week on the campus of Lawrence Technological University, so lots of ha stuff happening this week. For a list of everything, go to the school's website, ltu.edu, and search 2018 homecoming. We the Kings which I guess is a pretty cool band, uh, are going to be performing on Friday night. I personally do not know their music, but uh, they've got a new album out. They'll be uh, performing the uh, homecoming concert on Friday night. But let's begin by taking a, a look in the rearview mirror. 16-hour bus ride. You guys logged 2,000 miles. You went to play Trinity Bible College in Ellendale, North Dakota. Uh, shout out to Bianco Travel and Tours, who is the official transportation of LTU Athletics. You guys had a, a pretty nice Nice ride for that long trip, huh? Yeah, it was uh, it was comfortable. I feel like we just got off the bus a couple hours ago, though. How, how did you keep the spirits in lock when when you're on a trip that long? Um, rented a lot of movies. So uh, what were some of the movies you guys watched? We just we're talking about Uncle Drew. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Drew, Drew yeah, all right. Very good movie. Um, you guys remember any of them? Uh, I'm trying to. That's how I, I, I slept. What were some of the other movies? Bianco was so comfortable. I slept. Life? life? Life. Okay, with Eddie Murphy. And, oh, Eddie Murphy yeah, yeah. and Martin Lawrence going yep. back. <clears throat> Die Hard, the original. Die Hard was, yep, the original Oh, the OG. Remember, Remember the, the Titans. Titans. Oh, that's a classic. You got to love yeah. that. All right. So you guys, good ones. You, guys got mix. you guys got fired up, yeah. got pumped up. Weather, I believe, was in the mid-40s. What did yeah. it feel like? Uh, felt good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was sunny, mid-40s, you know. We're out in... Uh, Basically farm pasture. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was a it nice was. day. If you look at the highlights, which you can watch at uh, ltuathletics.com, you can watch them on the Facebook page and YouTube. We'll yeah. see some clips tonight too, right? Yeah, we're going to see some clips. Those are coming up. Uh, but you can tell it looks like you know, you're know you almost in a backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it was a trip, man. So uh, 
whatever it was in terms of cold or, or any of that, uh, it didn't affect the Blue Devils' play in any way. For the third straight game, you score over 60 points. 550 yards total is a new season best. It was another blowout, 68 to seven. You win the game. I mean, it was 55 to nothing at halftime. <laughs> what do you got to say about that? Uh, we felt good going into half. Um, <laughs> yeah. Their coach came to us at halftime, said, you only got seven minutes left, but I don't think you need to make any changes. So I think he knew. All right. And uh, I will say this. For the first time in uh, what uh, Jonathan Hebron uh, spelled out to me, three hours, seven minutes, and 19 seconds of actual game time, which dates back to September 8th, the opposing team scored on you. What happened? Uh, that was our, you know, we talked about that. That was our one blemish on the day. A um, little bit of probably lack of focus. We got up, you know, 61 to nothing at that point and uh, probably started celebrating before we should have and lost some focus and, uh, you know, it bit us. Bit us. So we uh, gave up some points late there. Granted, it was just seven points. Uh, I think that's something you guys can stomach and deal with. But again, something for you to work on. You yep. need something to work on. Uh, and we're going to talk about the big game this weekend because this really is a big one. It's going to be happening on homecoming at Lawrence Tech. Uh, but uh, I've got a nickname for your running back crew. So, uh, you know, since we're, we're, we're going to keep it in threes since that seems to be uh, the plan of attack. Uh, in honor of the uh, new Godzilla movie coming out next summer, maybe we will rena rename them King Ghidorah. So those of you who uh, know what King Ghidorah is, you can even zoom in on this, Gabe, if you want to. Uh, this is, you see this? <laughs> Gabe wasn't paying attention. This is uh, like, you know, if, if you watch the Godzilla movies, you've seen the three-headed monster. Maybe this is what your running back uh, crew is. We can call them uh, King Ghidorah. I like uh, it. I all like right, it. so um, Tanner Foley, Ahmed Sabag, and uh, Kai Otera have all run for 100-plus yards in a game this season. Uh, they've all scored twice in this game that you just played, and uh, Sabah had over 120 yards rushing. Uh, coach Alex Belfi is your running backs coach. Uh, he's doing a great job, obviously. Uh, where did you find uh, Coach Belfi, and why did you feel he'd be a good fit for your staff? Uh, well, Coach Belfi had applied for the job, and he had a, a reference on, on his reference list that was a good friend of mine, Kurt Anderson, who's at the University of Northwestern right now as a coach out there. So I called up uh, Coach Anderson, had coached Alex at uh, Eastern Michigan, and um, had, gave a great reference for him. And then we brought him on campus, interviewed him. And uh, he was a defensive back in college and was a little nervous about moving over to the offensive side. But uh, Kurt had sold him on, you know, I was an ex-running back and an offensive guy. I could kind of mentor him and work him in. Uh, but he really hasn't needed much mentoring. He kind of took the bull by the horns and ran with it. So. Well, again, yeah, what he's drawing up is working, and the guys are listening. Uh, we're going we're gonna to show a bunch of clips from this game. We're going to start now. Uh, so we're going to run clip one, and this is a 32-yard run by Tanner Foley. Tanner, Tanner has been outstanding this season. He's got 300 total yards in five games. So right here, uh, you know, we felt we could come downhill at them a lot. They were playing uh, kind of wide on the edges, so we came right downhill at them. Tanner hits it, he gets through the hole, and then makes a cut to the outside right right off the uh, the block of the receiver on the safety there. So yeah, um, and then he uses the speed to get around the corner. Yeah, showing a lot of vision. And you said uh, in the post game highlights, which again you can watch on Facebook, on YouTube, the LTU Sports Report, of course. Got to check that show out. We'll promote it at the end. Uh, Got to give my, my boys their love. Uh, but uh, you were saying they had like a three-man front. 
that they were showing you, and, and why is that so effective in in, in executing your run game? Uh, well, it leaves two two big bubbles over the guard. So uh, again, you know, some people love that front. Uh, I know Nick Saban runs it at Alabama. Seems to work pretty well for him. Um, so you know, I've just had success in my offensive tenure running against that front. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems if they had watched some film uh, that, that, you know, you guys were obviously being very effective running the ball. Um, so I guess when you saw it, you said, let's go. Exactly. They weren't going to change it. They, they, they do what they're going to do, and they just like, hey, come beat us. And you did. And we did. You did. Uh, all right, seven ball ball carriers combined for a season-high 387 yards on the ground. Let's run clip two. Ahmad Sabai, uh, Sabaj, right? Sabah. Sabah. I'm sorry. Let me say his name. Ahmad Sabah became the third Blue Devil to break the 100-yard mark this year. This was a 27-yard punishing run. We're going to roll it again. Uh, Sabah knows all about toughness coming from the Dearborn Fordson football program. Tractors having an outstanding year, 8-1 and one on the year. So Sabah is our biggest back. Um, he runs physical behind his pads. This is a little counter play here, so we get a little misdirection. Get the linebackers going one way and come back the other way and uh, as that safety came up to make a hit, Sabah put his pads down and ran, ran him over and finished the run. No doubt. If there was a poster that I was going to put in my room, it would be that kid basically the, underneath me that's the posterized. Uh, as, as I trucked yeah. him. Yeah. Alright, well defensively too, you guys are killing it. One of the stingiest in the NAIA. Let's go to clip three. Linebacker Robbie Bess is another Ohio product, Scruthers, Ohio to be exact. Uh, reads the quarterback, captures his first INT of the season, first of three for LTU in the game. Nice moment for Robbie right here. Yeah, Robbie does a great job, gets into his drop, like you said, keeps eyes on the quarterback, um, gets underneath the underneath the passing lane. From there, it's, you know, catch and run. Uh, so does a good job of getting the, getting hands on it and then getting upfield, securing the ball. Yeah. And uh, and keeping it in our hands. Having us. that having that awareness to know that somebody's going to be coming up wanting to punch that ball out uh, exactly. was was smart from instead of just running north and south. You got to make sure <laughs> that you guys are going to be uh, you know and off get back on offense. Exactly. All right, so we're going to get into this week's players of the week as selected by the coaches versus Trinity Bible College. A couple are here tonight. You're going to meet them shortly. Uh, this week's uh, MVPs versus Trinity Bible College are as follows. And remember, all these guys are freshmen. So they're just freshmen. Uh, the offensive MVP was number 30, Wyatt Hilliard. He played his high school ball in Franklin, Ohio, 5'9", 220-pounder. Roster listed him as a defensive lineman. Is he playing both sides of the ball? No, we moved him last okay. spring. Um, so he had some, some back issues last year uh, and sat out most of spring. When he came back, uh, we felt our D-line was pretty solidified and uh, felt we needed a, a swole back, which is the position he's playing now. So he moved over and uh, he's done a great job for so us. So what did he do this weekend in particular that uh, you selected him the offensive MVP? Uh, he's our lead blocker on a lot of those run plays you just watched. Right. So he's, uh, <laughs> he's kicking guys out and running guys over and, and clearing lanes for Sabah and uh, Otero and Foley. All right. Uh, the defensive MVP for the game, he wears number one. Cam Mitchell, who is a local product from Utica High School. Cam is here tonight. We're going to watch a couple of clips while he joins us. Cam, come on over. Join us here at the table. He's rocking that neon green here inside. It's our community service shirt. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, Coach, uh, how did you get this guy on your radar? Uh, 
I can't believe I can't remember if he reached out to me or I reached out to him. But I remember. I, uh, re actually, I reached out to you, and the reason I reached out. It's all right. <laughs> the reason I reached out to you was um, it's Keith Brown actually. Um, he contacted oh, yeah. me and he asked was I playing football anywhere, and I, I wasn't. And then he sent me your information, and then I reached out to you. That's right. So, so we had already signed one of his buddies from. Uh, Lines Cruise North, right? And uh, and then Keith put him in contact with us. I turned on the film. Once I saw the film, I knew we wanted to get him, so uh, it worked out. How long had it been your dream to play college football? I say sophomore year. That's when I thought I would want to. And play what was what was it that that changed your sophomore year or enlightened you on that fact that maybe you could play at the next level? Um, actually playing because freshman year I, I wasn't able to play because I broke my wrist over the summer, so I missed the season. Got it. Got it. Uh, how can you describe what this season has been like so far? Um, actually, surreal. Honestly, might be playing. It's college football. Like, right. not too many people get the opportunity to actually play it. So, actually being able to be in this position. Uh, and I'm you guys are killing player. it. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that, that's kind of good too. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it's homecoming. Do you have a lot of family coming this week? I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. imagine you're a local product. All right, we're going to get back to our clips since we've got Cam here. Let's go clip four, guys. Snuffing out the wide receiver screen. This is Cam Mitchell breaking in and unloading on Zach Marengo, who fumbles the ball that Zach Brown jumped on. <laughs> Coach. Well, so this is a, a formation they hadn't shown us. Um, our defense did a great job adjusting to it, getting in position. You can see some guys running around a little bit late there, but uh, – Basically, we played aggressively. We got after the quarterback that threw it, and then Cam came and, like you said, drilled the, the running back catching it and uh, forced the fumble or forced the incom yeah. incomplete lateral, which was a fumble. So uh, it turned out really well for it, us. It did. It did. Again, you guys, uh, you guys are having fun. You know, it looks like you're getting off the ball. Obviously, a lot of spring in your step, a lot of celebrating. Defensively, defense special teams are outscoring their opponents this season, which is insane. Uh, let's go to clip five. And Cam tops off a 55-0 open at half of the Blue Devils with the defense's fifth touchdown of the season. Looking for a quick strike. Mitchell jumps in front of Martinez's pass, takes it back 24 yards. So here we changed up the coverage a little bit from what we normally run. Um, so Cam was responsible for the flat. He saw, uh, you know, three-step, saw the receiver hit it and broke on it and took it took it the rest of the way no catching once he gets the ball in his hands looked like you read that from the word go <laughs> i actually did once the play developed i was seeing the quarterback i actually looked directly at the target and i was like all right i'm, I'm just taking this <laughs> right on right on uh now uh you're a business major yes sir all right any idea of what type of industry you'd like to work in four years from now mm, it's something with sports probably like nike or under armor either or okay Either or, work, or Jordan. Something with, yeah, something to do with sports. That's it. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, he is Cam Mitchell. Thank you so much for coming tonight. We appreciate it. All right. The special teams MVP for the game versus Trinity Bible, Tommy Lappin. Tommy played his high school days for the Heartland Eagles, which is about 30 minutes from here. How did Tommy stand out this week? Uh, Tommy was everywhere. He's a very physical player, plays fast, goes 100 miles an hour. Um, he had several big hits on our kickoff coverage, um, just all over the field. Uh, that's what you want to do with special teams, right? No doubt, no cover, doubt. Cover ground. That's right. Well, next are the uh, scout awards. This area, this is uh, uh, the guys not getting maybe a lot of playing time right now, uh, but they're so important in helping a team prepare for the opponent of the week, whether it's on offense 
or defense. They got to give the looks that you guys need to prepare for, uh, you know, so that the Blue Devils are ready to, no matter who they play because you only got a week exactly. to get ready, you know, less than in a lot of cases. The uh, scout team offensive player of the week is Andre Jackson. Andre is here tonight, so let's meet him. Come on and join the table. All right, welcome, sir. Andre comes from Saginaw, Arthur Hill, the Lumberjacks. Uh, now why Arthur Hill has maybe had some more success on the basketball court than maybe they do on the football field right now uh, to come here and uh, just see, you know, to be on a team that's just rolling opponents and everything's got to feel great. Yeah, it feels uh, good. Arthur Hill has been on a, like, a losing yeah. the past few years, so right. it feels good to be a part of a winning squad. Yeah, and uh, just, you know, from game one and from practice one to where you guys, you guys are right now, uh, from, from your perspective, talk about why you feel the team is, is to be able to be so successful so early. Uh, I guess it's because, like, everybody's putting in the work, the hard work. Yeah. Like, uh, hard work is going to pay off eventually, so everybody's been working hard. Yeah. Coach, how did Andre end up on your team? Uh, well, Coach McEwen had been talking to him. He met him in some camps and stuff like that, been talking to him. And then uh, his high school coach was actually a high school teammate of mine, Jim Comer. And so I called Jim, and uh, he recommended Andre extremely highly. You know, coming from, like they said, the, the losing streak that Arthur Hill's been on, you worry about team culture and accountability, responsibility like that, things like that. And, you know, Coach Comer uh, gave the highest recommendation of Andre and told me works hard, he's on time for everything, wants to get better, extremely hungry. Um, so, you know, that was the reason that we, we brought him in. And uh, he's redshirting this year. We're going to put some some weight on him. That's why we got him out here eating right. at Shields tonight. He, yeah. But uh, um, he's going to be a great player for us. And uh, so on scout, what, what kind of roles is he playing for? Because he, he's obviously he could probably play a few. Yeah. Um, you know, doing a lot of wide receiver stuff. I think this week they got a, a couple good wide receivers, so he's going to be giving us a good look at that and, and trying to give, you know, give Cam – a good look at what the offensive uh, receivers look like. You know, we all want to play right away. You know, it's, yeah. it's hard to, to, you know, work and then just have to kind of watch the action get going. But uh, how are you embracing the role that you have not right now? Because, again, for those who don't know, as a redshirt, you don't lose any eligibility. So you can play again uh, for four years. Yeah, uh, well, at first it was kind of tough. Like, but then I adjusted yeah. to it. Realizing that, like, I'm helping the team still in a, in a way, like, helping my players yeah. get better. So It's kind of fun, too. I mean, in a way, you, 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 you're playing a role. You're, like, acting in a way. So they're saying, okay, right now you're going to be, you know, Alvin Williams for yeah. whomever you were guys going to play. And this is what he does. These are some of the things he does. So we'd like you to, you know, do a little hitch when you come out of your thing. Or we want you to straight on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So uh, in a way, you know, it's so important. And then when you see those guys going up against the guys you were going up against and they know everything he's going to do, then you know you did your job. Yeah. And the great thing for Andre is he gets to go against Cam every day. Cam's one of, uh, I think, going to be one of the top DBs in the league. Right. So he gets to see him every day in practice and really work on his craft and for sure. continue to get better. So for sure. um, I think that's a great opportunity now, for him. Now, you're a chemistry major? Yeah. Okay, so why chemistry, and what are your future plans uh, to use that degree? Uh, I don't know. In high school, I really, like, I lean toward the chemistry side. Okay. Uh, I, I don't really know what I want to do yet. Yeah. I mean, you're at the right school. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, I mean, how, how, about, how have classes been? Good. Challenging? Yeah, a little. Yeah, chemistry been a little challenging, but everything yeah. else, 
All right, all right. So, uh, good deal. Well, he is uh, Andre Jackson. Thank you so much, man, for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right, we're moving on. Scout defensive MVP was Nick Ryan. And uh, Nick is a Waterford Mop product, another program on the rise here in the state of Michigan. He's listed as a defensive lineman. What did he do this uh, week for you that stood out? Uh, he gave our offensive line a great look. Uh, I think that led to a lot of our uh, ability to be able to rush for almost 400 yards and be able to protect the quarterback. Um, he, just like we talked about with Tommy, he was going 100 miles an hour all week. And, right. uh, you know, he just gives us a great look. Um, he's a good pass rusher. He's going to be a good player for us. Um, and he gave us a good look this week. All right, finally, the scout team special, uh, special teams MVP was James Cartwright. And James is here. James Cartwright, come on down. All right, I think that uh, he and Kai see the same barber, so. Uh, <laughs> all right, and, uh, if you no see doubt. Kai, you know what I'm talking about. All right, uh, now I should correct myself. It is James Cartwright the third. Yes, sir. Correct? Okay, make sure we get that right. Uh, you went to Dillard High School in Fort Lauderdale, right? Uh, now, the hurricane is on the other side of the state, I understand, but is Fort Lauderdale not in danger? Like, no. What? So you're good. They're good. Yeah. Your it's family? more in North Florida than South Florida. Okay, all right. Because sometimes those things can be spread out, uh, you know, and they can they can affect you. You guys, I'm sure, have had to deal with plenty of hurricane warnings and things in your lifetime. Uh, so good. So your family's safe. Uh, how did you get recruited to come to Lawrence Tech? Um, my coach from my high school, he gave me this, this like, I will say letter that was like, it was like a camp. That's why I met Coach Dude, and I had a really good conversation with Coach Dude, and I thought about, like, starting something new. Then that really brought me here. Yeah, what did you like about him? Uh, his speed, his agility, his focus. Um, you know, it was a camp. There was probably, what would you say, 500, 600 kids there. It was a lot of people. Um, so to stand out amongst those guys was good. I think we ended up with three or four guys from that camp. You, James, Sturts, that might be it. Um, but, uh, but it, you know, to stand out amongst those guys is, is impressive. And, uh, you know, JC, we call him JC. Uh, okay. JC uh, had an injury during camp, kind of set him back and, and put him behind this year. Um, but he's doing a good job of catching back up. He's uh, is he redshirted? Uh, no, he's still okay. playing because uh, okay. he redshirted last year. Okay, he was in our original okay. original recruiting class. Right. So, um, so yeah, he's he's playing and uh, and doing a good job. But uh, it kind of put him down the depth chart, so he's just trying to work his way back up. Right, so what did he do this week that earned the scout team, uh, special teams MVP? Uh, same thing we talked about with, with Tommy Lappin, earning him the game MVP. You know, going 100 miles an hour, he's jumping in there. He's a guy that's not redshirting, so usually yeah. our scout team guys are the redshirt guys. Right. Um, but for a guy that's traveling to jump in there whenever we need somebody and be willing to do whatever it takes to help the team, that's what we're looking for in this team. That's the culture, uh, the Blue Devil standard, earn your trident that we're looking for. You know, you one of the guys that, as Coach mentioned, have been here from the beginning. Yeah. You know, so you, you're already a, a vet when it comes to this squad. I mean, they're all freshmen, but for you, you're, uh, you can be considered one of the senior leaders in terms of how long you've been here. What has this journey been like from just having a few guys here on campus and you're going to start playing football and you're out there last year doing this to all the way to now? Um, it's been a grind. It's been a process and it's been a grind. It's like it's more of a like mental thing that we all are learning, like how to become stronger mentally and physically. 
So it's just, it really just been a grind. Yeah. You know? And having the fact that you've been able to kind of get yourself settled university-wise, school-wise, uh, team-wise, really getting into kind of, you know, develop relationships, you know, at an early, all of that stuff, um, I'm sure that is what, what's helped you adjust to this, quite frankly, is, is, is a hard thing to adjust to, to come from high school to now a college football environment. Yeah. My team is, without my team, I don't know where I'd be right now. Right on. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully, on, on the side that the hurricane is not. Uh, you're a computer science major, correct? Is that what you? I switched to architecture. What's that? I switched to architecture. Oh, you did. Okay. All right. So I, w I wanted to check. You switched. So why the switch? The switch. Um, dealing with the classes in computer science, I didn't see myself doing that in the future. Okay. But with architecture, with the degree. I can branch off to do also industrial design or graphic design. If I do more to industrial design, I probably want to work for Nike and design the different things like for the sports, like maybe even the cleats. All right. Now, are you into esports at all? Um, not really. Okay. All right. So I didn't know. We're trying to recruit esports guys from here at Lawrence Tech, so I'm always going to throw that out there. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for being here, James Cartwright the Third, better known as JC. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, before we wrap up the show, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about what we're going to expect this week. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's homecoming week. Uh, first homecoming football game since 1946. Uh, They're going to be a Friday pep rally, uh, Midnight Madness on Friday for the basketball teams. That's always fun. At the game, LP is going to be on the mic at the game this weekend. So I'll be running the PA. So um, kind of talk about just, you know, experience in this real first homecoming for you here at Lawrence Tech and what? Well, I think that's one of the great things of, uh, that football can bring to a university is that atmosphere. Right. Um, you know, and, and homecoming is the epitome of that atmosphere. So to see everyone come together, bring all these alumni and all that stuff back and, and to have them see the changes that have taken place in this university. You know, a lot of them haven't been back since we started sports six years ago, oh, let alone starting football this year. So For sure. The landscape of the university has changed tremendously since the last time they saw it. So um, it's energizing. It's a great atmosphere. It's fun to be around. So come check out LTU and the LTU football and Midnight Madness this Friday. Um, also this weekend is our Coach to Cure MD uh, game. Please talk about that. Yeah, so uh, it's a... It's basically an awareness raising um, thing that they do across the country. Most teams have done it September 29th or October 6th. We had our bye the 29th and we were on the road at 6th, so we're doing ours on the 13th. But I'm sure you see the patches on the guys on, on game day and, uh, you know, it's just raise awareness for muscular dystrophy and a chance for us to get back. Right on. So a lot of great things happening this weekend, and we will have a football game, and this will be a team that uh, you will play twice this season, Correct. once here, once on the road. This is also a new team, yep. similar to you guys, uh, and it is a team who will also be a what is called an MSFA opponent, which is the, uh, what is it, the uh, Midwest? Mid-States Mid football. Mid football Association, Correct. right? Yep. Okay. Correct. So uh, they are going to be a team that you're going to see every season. So the rivalry begins this weekend. Uh, they uh, dropped their first game, are 4-1, and one, putting up more than 50 points a game right now. What do you know about what Indiana Wesleyan? They're a tough team. Uh, like you said, they're on the same schedule as we are. They did play four games last year, so they have a little bit of game experience oh, okay. on us. Um, but uh, 
but they and they hired their coach. They announced him about six months before LTU announced me. Wow. Um, so there a lot of parallels. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's very similar. They're a little bit ahead of the game there, but uh, um, I think we've done a good job of building ours. So it'll be ex- exciting to see the two forces battle this weekend. Like you said, they're four and one. We're five and zero. Oh, um, so it should be an exciting football game. Yeah, understand that. Uh, you know, they like to run the ball. But when they do throw the ball, they have success. Yeah, they, they have a lot of talent on the outside. They've had three of their five games have been blowouts, similar to ours. Okay. Uh, in those games, they ran for a lot of yardage, so they were a little bit less balanced in those games. So I think statistically it shows they're a heavier running team, but I think this Saturday is going to be a little bit more balanced. How intense is practice going to be this week? <laughs> I, we continue to preach to our players. We prep the same way every day. Okay. We want to get 3% better. So we hope uh, that the intensity has been there every right. week. Um, the results yeah. prove that out yep. so yeah, far. They, they've been staying locked in. So, um, But I know our kids have been looking forward to this one just because of uh, the impending rivalry that it's going to be. Right. You know, It's going to make a huge statement towards uh, – both of our successes in the Mid-States Football Association, which is, the, I think, the toughest league in NAI, um, wow. especially the west side of our league. I think we have, right now, five ranked opponents. Uh, 25 out of the top 25 are in the Mid-States west, or east side, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and so it's going to be intense battles. Right on. So as far as what we can expect it, what what is it on defense that Wesleyan does well they're very disciplined very sound uh, how run. do you counter that um, we got to be more disciplined and more sound and be more aggressive uh, you know we'll, we'll try to find some ways that we can uh, attack some weaknesses but uh, when you're when you're disciplined and sound you don't have a ton of weaknesses right. um, so we just got to capitalize on the ones that we we do find. Um, and capitalize on the opportunities that we do get. So um, we need to be disciplined. We need to be sound, and you know, and we can't make mistakes. I would say that uh, from somebody observing the games, when you have blowouts, especially something where you're leading by so much at halftime, you have the opportunity to have guys get spells. Yep. You have opportunities to play guys at other positions, see what the depth is like, uh, but. When you get into a game that could be taking place this weekend, some of these guys might, for the first time, be asked to be played all four quarters. Exactly. Uh, how do you preach that mindset that, you know, uh, you've got to get yourself ready both mentally and physically to play all game? Uh, we talk to our players about practice being harder in the game. So we push them extremely hard in practice. We get a lot of conditioning. We're high tempo. We're on them uh, for the whole practice. And then... Uh, we talk about being the best conditioned team in the country. We condition, if you guys see us post-game, we condition after our games. Um, so we condition every day. We want to be in the best shape so we can win that fourth quarter. Talk about starting fast and finishing strong. And, uh, you know, we focus on that finish strong aspect of things. And we want to be able to hang with them for three. And then in that fourth, we break them down and impose our will upon them. Kickoffs at noon? Kickoffs at noon. All right, so this Saturday at Lawrence Tech, it is Indiana Wesleyan invading the Wolverine State to take on the Lawrence Technological University Blue Devils. Uh, we want to see you there. We want to have a packed house like we've had pretty much every home game, but we want it even bigger for this one. Again, lots of homecoming activities happening. If you are an alumni of Lawrence Tech, hey, 
come check it out. See what football's all about. You will not be disappointed. Lots of tailgating opportunities and fun things planned uh, all week long, really. Uh, so we want to encourage the alumni to be there. Again, we want to build a stadium. We want to get you know alumni and donors and those who want to see this program be as beautiful as it can. And so uh, we want you guys to come out. We want you to support Lawrence Tech football. The other thing I want you to support is the LTU Sports Report. This is the highlight show for Lawrence Tech Athletics. You can check it out on Fox Sports Detroit Mondays at 4.30 p.m. It also re-airs several times throughout the week. And for those of you, maybe you're watching this since we're a live program on the web, maybe you're watching on the East Coast. Well, the show also airs on a network called Fox College Sports Atlantic. You can catch the state champs and the LTU Sports Reports all on that channel as well. Of course, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, when it comes to LTU football, we got it covered from all angles, so make sure you check it out. He is Coach Dubendek. Thank you so much again for being here. Good luck this week. Thank you, Lauren. Appreciate it. All right, we will see you guys out at the field. The uh, Maybe we'll call it Alumni Field one day, right? That could be something. We, we could do that. Uh, we will see you this Saturday at Lawrence Tech. The point will be rocking. That is 10 Mile and Northwestern Highway. Indiana Wesleyan coming to town. This should be the best game to date so far for the Blue Devils, and we're going to root them on to a big, big victory. So we will see you there, and as always, go Blue Devils.